Hello, my name is Anne Teato, and welcome to episode 97 of the Psychic Matters podcast. If you are loving these podcasts, perhaps consider supporting the show by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash psychic matters for all the details. And thank you, huge thanks to everyone who has left me a review in the past month. I'm so grateful to you because they really help the podcast to move up those elusive podcast charts. We were number six in Spain this week. Yay! Please do consider leaving a written review, even if you've already left one, because you can leave one review per episode if you like. I mean, that would be absolutely ace. Go to Apple Podcasts, navigate to Psychic Matters and scroll down to leave your review there. Or you can go to podchaser.com slash psychic matters and leave your written review there. So what is new this week? Well, today we're diving into a topic that might seem counterintuitive at first. Being wrong, why it's so right. Yes, you heard that correctly. As psychics and mediums, we often rely on our intuitive abilities to provide guidance and glimpses into the unknown. But what happens when our readings don't quite hit the mark? Today, I'm going to explore the power of embracing our mistakes understanding the lessons that they hold and how they can actually lead us to greater insights and connections. So grab your favorite crystal, light a calming incense and let's embark on this enlightening journey together. I think the first thing I want to say is it takes an awful lot of courage to do what we do. It takes a lot of courage to be a psychic and stand up and say, I'm a psychic. It takes a lot of courage to be a medium and stand up and say, I am a medium. I can speak to people in the spirit world. There's a lot of brave psychics and mediums out there in the world, especially in this day and age where we are so easily ridiculed, where there is an awful lot of fraud. There's fraud in every single career you could possibly think of, from hairdressers to tea shops. And I think as psychics... We're very aware of that. We're very aware of always wanting to do our very, very best, not wanting to come across as fraudulent or making things up. The purity of our work is really important to us. The science of our work is very important to us. And for those of us working ethically within this profession, we're very keen to ensure that every reading we do, every psychic reading we do, every mediumistic contact we give is done to the best of our capabilities at the time and that we work ethically and don't make things up, basically. Um, so it runs through us and the ridicule that we all have to suffer all the time from this world that doesn't accept the psychic mind is difficult enough to work alongside without us having to doubt ourselves as well On uh, while we're desperately trying to feel intuitively into our own energy, our own awareness and give forward information. And this is why 
it takes great bravery to be a psychic because you have to go out there, you have to work with something that is so intangible and do your very, very best for your recipient. So it takes great guts and great courage. Now, in order to do that, we have to be incredibly vulnerable. We have to open up our sensitivity. We have to open up our awareness of our own energy field, of the recipient in front of us, if we're reading into their energy psychically, or, and we have to be vulnerable and surrender to the feelings that arise in us when we feel the spirit world close by. And because we want to do the work justice, because many of us are highly trained, we've trained for a very long time to heighten our intuitive awareness, to get better at delivering information, to become more and more and more accurate in the work that we do and in the messages that we are able to bring through from spirit, in the psychic readings that we're able to give to our clients and to add doubt to ourselves on top of all that is self-sabotage. We can't be accurate psychics unless we have been incredibly inaccurate in the past because that's how we learn. We learn to fine tune. We learn to pick up more and more detail. We learn to become more and more vulnerable so that we can pick up ever more delicate pieces of information from beyond the physical realm. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of success. And I love Winston Churchill's quote, success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. I just love that, don't you? So it's completely okay to be wrong. Being wrong is a natural part of the human experience. And of course, it's essential for us to learn, to grow and, you know, for our spiritual development, for our psychic development. See any reading that you give that maybe doesn't land so well with your client or in your practice sessions with fellow students. These are all learning opportunities and being wrong provides us with an opportunity to learn when we make mistakes. Um, and we have a chance to get new information, reevaluate our understanding and adjust our perspectives. And of course, it helps us with our critical thinking, promoting in us the habit of questioning. What have we just done here? Let's review. How did that go? Is there any way that we can refine our method, refine our technique? So I think we have to foster a bit of humility here. We're not infallible. Keep an open mind and just be really willing to consider that maybe there's a different way of doing it. Maybe you can try it in a different way. Many scientific and technological breakthroughs have been the result of trial and error. If we accept the potential for being wrong, it can lead us to new ways of working, better solutions and advancement of the work for everyone. That's the important point. So our personal growth, admit 
any mistakes that you've made, take responsibility for them, just be mature. It's emotional intelligence as well. And it allows us as psychics and mediums in training to address our shortcomings, make amends, make adjustments to our methods of work and therefore become better at what we do. So everyone's a winner. And of course, dealing with mistakes builds resilience. It teaches us how to handle setbacks, how to bounce back after a difficult reading, how to bounce back after we feel that we have failed in some way and and to keep moving forward. It really will build that resilience within you. And the key is not to avoid being wrong, of course, but to embrace it. It's an opportunity for growth and self-improvement. So instead of fearing your mistakes, see them as little stepping stones on your journey towards your greater understanding and greater wisdom. So why do people in our one-on-one readings, our clients, why do they say no to us? Many different reasons. And I hope after you have listen to this whole episode that you will be embracing the no's and enjoying them instead of feeling all scared and frightened as if you've done something wrong because you haven't. People may say no because, first of all, because you're wrong. You know, the client has every right to say no, but you don't have to take it personally or listen with your conscious mind. I think that's where we go wrong. So it could be that you are wrong. It could be that the client just doesn't know the information and can't verify it. It could be that you haven't got it 100% correct. So you might have 98% of the information correct, but because it's not 100% correct, they may say no. It could be that they're unsure, so they say no. It could be that they misheard you, so they say no. It could be that they want a different type of information than the information that you offered them, so they will say no. It could be, uh, and I'm guilty of this when I receive messages from psychics and mediums, that I just can't think in that moment, so I'll say no. But perhaps afterwards I go home and think about it and I think, oops, that was a yes. It could be that they don't want a contact. I have attended a mediumship demonstration before with somebody who shall remain nameless, but they were there at that mediumship demonstration with me under duress. They didn't want to go. They were there to support me, but they got a message and they didn't want it. They got a message from their mother, but they said no, even though the information was correct for that medium because they just didn't want a contact. It might be that you got a tiny detail incorrect. It could be that you're almost there like this. I feel this is your mother when it could be mother-in-law or an aunt who felt like a mother. It's important if you're the client as well that we don't say yes just to please the medium or the psychic. The psychic or the medium, any psychic or medium worth their salt will work out the information for you. It's much better for us as psychics and mediums when we're working if the recipient does say no, because otherwise they're likely to go into a huge long explanation of affairs and you'll have to listen with your conscious mind, which will take you out of that beautiful altered state and your conscious mind will then be trying to 
analyze and digest what they've just said and then you're trying to go back into that beautiful altered state in order to pick up and receive more information and it can sometimes feel like a cold morning and a car kangarooing up the road as it tries to start the engine (laughs) kangarooing up and up and up the road so no's are great there's many many reasons why people say them but from now on let's think of it in a different way let's embrace the art of imperfection because as psychics and mediums we are you know held to account for our accuracy and our ability to tune into the energies around us but what happens when we misinterpret a message or we receive a jumbled vision it's easy for us to feel discouraged but remember this being wrong can be a powerful catalyst for growth our experiences and inaccuracies can lead us to a deeper understanding of our own intuitive processes and the intricacies of the spiritual realm. So we psychics and mediums are celebrated for our accurate insights but what happens when our readings don't quite align with reality? It's natural to feel a pang of self-doubt but those moments offer us golden opportunities for growth. Our stumbles can illuminate the hidden corners of our intuition and lead us to deeper self-awareness and a refined connection to the mystical realm. So every no you receive is refining your ability to make yourself clearer, better, more accurate in the information that you pick up. So every no is enriching your ability. So I thought I'd give you a couple of examples of no's that I've experienced in my work. Once upon a time, I was doing a mediumship demonstration and I was talking to a gentleman in the spirit world and I said to the lady I was working with, it was a mediumship demonstration and the lady I was working with, I said, you know, this gentleman is here. He's showing me a library. She said, no. Well, she probably didn't say it like that. No. (laughs) She probably just said no in a normal way. (laughs) Um, Anyway, she said no. So I went back to the man in the spirit world and I said... She's not understanding that. What else can you show me? He showed me the library again. I said, it's a mobile library. There must have been a mobile library by his house. No. I had a look again. I became more vulnerable, surrendered to the feeling, stepped into the library with the gentleman as he showed it to me. I said, well, I'm in the library with him now and he's showing me a the book section and I'm actually being led to the healing section so I know that there is some healing that needs to be given to you she said that was correct I said but he's showing me a book here in the healing section and it's really a thick book and as I take it off the shelf and open it up I can see that the book is hollow And inside is a crystal. And you must have at home a book which is very thick 
that you open up and it's got a secret compartment in it where you keep a crystal because this is what he shows me. Yes, she said. I said it is a purple colored stone and you use it for healing purposes. Yes, it's an amethyst, she said. Now, if I had been frightened of that no at the beginning when the spirit gentleman showed me a mobile library and she said no I could have just dropped that information and tried to find something else but if you work with it try to unfold it spirit world will never give you something the spirit world will never give you a piece of information that is inaccurate they just haven't got the time and they won't do that so everything you get from the spirit world is correct it's your interpretation of it that sometimes we can get wrong so chase down those no's find out you've been given it from the spirit world for a reason find out what that reason is Interestingly, here's another one that happened a couple of weeks ago in the mediumship hour. For those of you that don't know, on a Tuesday evening, UK time, seven o'clock to eight o'clock, every single Tuesday throughout the year, I do something called the mediumship hour. You are welcome to join me. Everyone is welcome to join me. It's a free event. What's not to love? I work the platform with sometimes Leslie Malone, a wonderful medium, or another friend of mine, Tyrone Cusack, another wonderful medium, and guest mediums also from across the world. So we do a demonstration of mediumship for half an hour each. Um, But recently I was on the mediumship hour and I was reading for this lady and I said... Gosh, I wonder if I've already mentioned this in another podcast. I probably have. (laughs) Anyway, here we go. Um, I said, there's your friend in the spirit world is showing me tarot, a pack of tarot cards. And did did she used to read for you? No. Turned out that the lady I was working with, the recipient, used to read tarot for the lady in the spirit world. So I kept with it and stayed with it and I said I know that she's laying down the tarot cards and I know I've read tarot for for many many years since I was 17 and one of the cards she's showing me is a wishing well and I know in the Rider Waite pack there is no wishing well on the tarot I said but she's showing it to me and as that wishing it's a wishing well and as she shows me this wishing well as it comes up into my awareness I know that you and her have dropped coins down this wishing well oh my goodness said the lady that is correct her and I she and I we dropped coins down a wishing well just before she passed away and that was really beautiful so Why am I telling you that? I'm telling you because don't take no for an answer. Find out. Don't take no for an answer from your recipient. (laughs) Stick with the spirit world uh, or your own intuition and you won't go wrong. Another one I did where I got a lot of no's. I was doing a mediumship reading once and I could see this boy and he was cycling along. I said, oh, there's a boy here who joins us from the spirit world you must understand a teenager with a bicycle around who's delivering newspapers. You must understand this boy in the spirit world. No. I said, okay. Gave some more information. No. I said, okay, well, 
He's definitely here. So let me see what he's doing. So I'm following the boy along in the spirit world in my mind. He's delivering Sunday papers. So I'm saying you must have known a delivery boy who delivered Sunday papers. No. I said, okay, I know this is a real thing for me. So I'm just going to follow it along. Oh my goodness, he's opening out to the gardening section. And as he opens the magazine, the Sunday supplement magazine, to the back page where the gardening adverts are, I now see that there's a gentleman who joins me who used to be your next door neighbour and you would have spoken to him over the garden fence about gardening matters. Yes, she said, that was my neighbour. And then the contact took off from there. They were swapping plants and doing all kinds of things, this lady and her next door neighbour. So had I just taken the no um, when she said, no, I don't understand the boy in the spirit world, um, I would have been a bit lost and I would have lost the opportunity to work with that gentleman who was leaning over the fence trying to speak to her from the spirit world, her beautiful neighbour. So it's very important that we... Listen to the no with part of our awareness from our recipient, but don't take it personally or don't let your heart sink into your boots. Don't think you're wrong. Don't think you're not doing it correctly. Just keep going. Stay in your power. Work in your power. Keep strong and and become more and more open to your messages from spirit or your own intuition and sometimes it doesn't work out people will say no to you people have often I can assure you and some of the best mediums working out there will also assure you you can see spirit people in the spirit world and you can give lots of information and nobody can take them it happens and that's okay you can just say thank you very much I understand that you don't understand this person we'll just ask them to stay with us for uh, the duration of the evening and if you remember who they are let me know and if not they can just join us here and uh, enjoy some time while we bring through some other people from the spirit world so it's all absolutely fine a no is a signpost that's all it is it's a glimpse of something much much bigger to come so Embrace those no's. Exuberant imperfection is one of my favorite sayings. So just embrace it. Don't don't take it personally. It's nothing to do with you. You're doing a great job. You're standing up there. So change your mindset. Embrace failure. It's a stepping stone, not a stumbling block. And it can lead to such growth in your spiritual work. If you keep getting no's from your recipient and you're working mediumistically, you can say phrases like, thank you for that no, I understand that you don't understand that. Okay, let me try to work this out for you. Let me try to unfold this for you. Allow me to make this clearer for you. Let me see what this gentleman says about that for you. Let me go back to him on this one because he's showing it to me again. So that must be a significance. Stay with the spirit world at all times. They know and the recipients do not know. Similarly, if you're working psychically, stay strongly with your intuition. Don't let things go because people do say no uh, often and they should. 
um, until they're absolutely 100% sure. But you can work it out. You can be 100% sure on their behalf. So just to sum up, be honest with yourself. Recognize that maybe you've interpreted something incorrectly that requires self-awareness and it requires you to be honest with yourself and break through any self-delusions that you may have. We all have them. We all have them and we have to break through those to get a deeper understanding of who we are and how this works. Ultimately, being wrong is not a sign of weakness or failure. It's an essential part of our journey as individuals who seek knowledge and growth and meaningful connections. We embrace our mistakes and by doing that, we enrich our lives and contribute to a more open, compassionate and evolving society. I hope you're leaving this episode with a newfound appreciation for the power of receiving a no, for the power of being wrong. It leads you to deeper and deeper insights, clearer and clearer information, clarity upon clarity, detail upon detail, which you wouldn't have looked for if you hadn't received that no in the first place. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and share this episode with your fellow mediums and psychics. If you're interested in learning how to be a psychic, how to make a mediumistic connection, then you're very welcome to join me in one of my development circles, which run throughout the year or on any other course I may be offering. You can find all the details of my courses and programs at an teato.com a-n-n-t-h-e-a-t-o.com and you can sign up for my mailing list so you don't miss out on any of my upcoming courses throughout the year i really hope you have enjoyed this episode my name is Anne Teato, and thank you so much for listening to psychic matters <laughs>